This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WIP Morning Show on a Friday morning at Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spot, Atlantic City. So exciting before a major... I love it. Keith Jones here. Yes. Al's off because Al's been doing... Uh, the late hockey games. Hello, and, uh, everybody. You know, he's uh, trying to make sure he uses all his time yeah. before the end of the year. He's grinding us. And, uh, Jonesy, uh, uh, we got – listen to this. Uh, just, if people out there need to get excited right at the start, 1 o'clock start Sunday. Is that oh, good? Oh, that's a gift. Uh, wait, the next week, not flexed, 1 o'clock Beautiful. start. Beautiful. Oh, hold, hold on. The following week in Chicago – one o'clock oh, start. Isn't that great? Cri- uh, no, Christmas Eve, four twenty-five. Oh, not terrible. That's good. I like Something that. Something to watch when the relatives are over. Yes. Who needs a lot of conversation with my crazy uncle? Yeah. And then the following week, one o'clock start. Ah, oh, we a- are in the gravy, baby. Yes, we are. Ah, and we got a lot to talk about today. Needless to say, we have brilliant guests today. Listen to the guest list Ria's put together. You got Mike Lombardi, the gridiron genius. Nobody knows more than Mike Lombardi. 8 o'clock, the Hall of Famer, no, not Al. Dick Vermeil will be on to analyze the game and to talk about the incredible evolution of Jalen Hurts from a uh, questionable franchise quarterback to very possibly the MVP of the league. And you go, well, then you'll cover Jalen Hurts. Well, no, we won't because at 9 o'clock, Real has found the number one media person who has covered Jalen his whole career, Laura Rutledge. Where is she now? ESPN. She's still at ESPN. She must be doing great work there. She uh, covered Hertz from the beginnings of his college career through now. And was always very high on him. She was, Has been his biggest advocate in the media for all that time. And now she will be on today to evaluate. You know, this is the thing. When you're that right as Laura's been, you need to get in the face of the losers. She needs to place a phone call to Chris Sims and go, Chris, you didn't have Hertz in the top 40 last year, <laughs> and now he may be the best. Uh, 
Are you stupid? He Sims you know, will ne- Sims like is that. never going to be able to get away from that. No, he it's shouldn't always be, able be associated to. with that. He was an NFL quarterback, yeah. and he doesn't know his he doesn't. from no, a hole in the wall. He made him look like an idiot. And Laura Rutledge looks like a genius. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not sure she ever played in the NFL. Pretty sure she did. She knows more about it than him. And then uh, uh, Jay Black will be on at 940, what will be my most embarrassing moment, because I watched a TV show yesterday that I've never watched before and will never watch again. Mm. And I did not watch it for the content of the show. I watched it because of a big scandal involving the two ho- co-hosts who apparently are sleeping together. Does this make me a loser? No, it doesn't. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're a loser for a lot of Does other this reasons. Make me a loser. It's way down on the list. All right, and uh, one other aside, just so you know, yes, I am still here because I am continuing to test po- a negative with the COVID virus, even though my wife still has it. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jody, this is not great in my household. Do you know this woman got up from a sick bed? And tried to pack for me. That's nice. No, it's not nice. She's a great wife. I had the distinct impression she couldn't wait for me to leave yes. home to go on the road to the Borgata. Did, did you notice she packed two bags for no, you? She did not pack. <laughs> Take your time getting Rhea, back. Rhea, no, she seemed <laughs> eager for my departure. Yes, so she what could get some yes. peace and quiet. I was, I was manserving her. Yeah. I was. I was yeah. I bought her a hoagie. She doesn't need your That's help. That's how you decided to help her? I said, hey, I'm swinging by Prima. You want some? Does <laughs> she have an appetite still? She, she did okay. Oh, good. All right. Not, good. As, not as well as me, but yes, she did okay. Exactly. Here's a piece right, for you. Let's, let's get this started. All right. So I got Mike Lombardi, Dick Vermeer, Laura Rutledge, Jay Black. They're all going to be coming on. And, and we have a situation, people, and, and I'm not going to sugarcoat things because I don't like to start any show and annoy our audience. Right. But I'm also true to my own integrity. You know this better than anybody, Jonesy. Yep. I don't hesitate here to give my opinion. No, you don't. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it straight out, and I would welcome you to come on and talk me out of this opinion. I don't think the Eagles are going to beat the Titans on Sunday. I don't think they're going to win that game. And, and uh, the reason I don't, and, and I have been here, as you saw me a few minutes ago, meeting with top, uh, uh, what do you call them? Bookman, book what do you call them? Yeah. Uh, 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 Gambling odds, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Rhea. Handicappers. Handicappers. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, Dave Brightman. Handicappers who have indicated to me that the line this week on the Eagles-Titans game has moved in the direction of the Titans all week. Yeah, significantly. I saw it six and a half right after the game Sunday night. Yeah, it was. It's four and a half now. It moved two points toward Tennessee. The money all came in on Tennessee. Yep. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. It came in on Tennessee because you're going to have to make a decision. If you honestly believe the Eagles are going to win that game Sunday, You also are going to have to believe that Jonathan Gannon is a better defensive coordinator than the man who won a Super Bowl here in that role and is now a top consultant on the Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunday's game is Jonathan Gannon versus Jim Schwartz. 
Nobody else has given you this analysis, but I went in depth on this. And that, what's the matter with you? Yeah, I said it to you the other day, and (laughs) what we have to look forward to is the Sticks defense. And would you like a little nugget on their defense? I would would love a nugget. I know they're seen as a very tough physical defense. They're two top sack leaders have missed the last two days of practice, and they are ranked 31st in the NFL in passing yards allowed. All right, that's all well and good, Rhea. Beautiful. But I have a stat. See, now she's going to make me fight her. I like it. I like it. How about this stat, Rhea? Mm -hmm. What team is number one? On third down defense in the NFL. Titans? You're correct. And that is big. And you know why that is? Because of the input of my all-time favorite Eagles defensive coordinator, Jimmy Schwartz. You couldn't stand him. They rarely get the third down. Yes, that's the point. Whatever it is. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, what you have in front of you for Sunday is a referendum on your current defensive coordinator against your past. So I want to help you with this. Joe Wechter back at the station has been preparing this because I want you to understand that in both cases, and you know Schwartz has major input. He was here. He coached all these players. He knows Jalen Hurts. He knows what's there. He knows all those guys. So here's what uh, uh, this is the first thing. Let me give you a sampling to remind you of what Jim Schwartz was like in his years here when he won a Super Bowl. I had a poor game plan. Facts are facts. I mean, you do dumbass things, um, you know, pretty pretty soon you're going to be labeled a dumbass. You know, we got to have a no-hat rule this week. You know, I mean, there's some some drummers for Spinal Tap that uh, don't want to, that don't want, that would rather be a drummer for Spinal Tap than, uh, you guys got that one? This, this room, by the way, looks like I'm on um, a scene from Zero Dark Thirty. I got I got lights in my face. We got a camera. I mean, I feel like I gotta I gotta either start blinking or I gotta start um, reading a message. The players have no idea when I say stuff like that. <laughs> it's good to be around contemporaries. It's Jim a, Schwartz I was a that. character. That's Jim funny. Schwartz was a quirky. Yeah, he was a quirky guy. I never got the sense when he was doing those weekly news conferences that he would have if given a choice. Absolutely. I don't think he had any interest in talking to the Philadelphia media. He had been combative when he was a head coach of the Lions, and he still remained that way. We ended up not loving him, all right? Right. I guess, yeah, I'm guess i going to tell you why I didn't love him. 613 yes, yards in the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Tom Brady owned him that day, and he still won the Super Bowl because Nick Foles and the offense bailed him out to the tune of 40 points. 40 points against Bill Belichick, one of the greatest defensive nines in the history of football. It, is, it, it remains, five years later now, it remains one of the most extraordinary turn of events we have ever encountered. Miracle. But Jim Schwartz is a solid, let me say this about, I like his philosophy more than Gannon because he is somewhat more aggressive. He's not... He's he, not Jim Johnson aggressive. He backed off a lot, Ange. But, Rhea, he was, he was more inclined to blitz and put eight men in the box than Gannon ever is. So I know what you're saying. Well, you got to be fair here. You're right. So we're going to give you a little montage of the brilliant remarks made by Jonathan Gannon at the time he's been here. Here's Gannon. Uh, hey, Jonathan, I don't have a scheme. Ah, all right, well, let's blitz them. I love to throw ball drills because I'm an accurate passer. My hands were blue. My mic kept going out. It's like I'm a DB guy. It's like, man, 80% completion. Like, that's not, that's not great. 
It's like, oh, geez, you know, it's a tough one, you know. Uh, it, it was disappointing. Uh, probably one of the red zone calls I'd like to have back. Yeah, I mean, not, you know, certain guys. Um, he's, he's extremely accurate. Uh, I think they're playing good right now as a collective whole. You know, good job, Howie. Uh, I, I just got to say, if wow. I'm going to have a beer, we have met. We have met both people. Yeah. Jonathan Gannon is far more engaging oh, than gosh, Jim yes. Schwartz. He, Jim Schwartz uh, is uh, he's a he's feisty, he's feisty little fella. Yeah. Right? Uh, Jonathan Gannon is on the cusp of an NFL head coaching career. Assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. Yes! That's his coach. Yes. That's uh, Sirianni. But yeah. let me just say, I, I, I have not liked him from the day he got here. Nothing personal. I just don't like his defensive philosophy. I like aggression, and he won't give it. And Derek Gunn yesterday went nuts on this show after he had gone nuts after the Eagles won Sunday Night Football. Derek Gunn, Seth Joyner, who's also on that postgame yeah. show on YouTube, said he had to step back and let Gunn go nuts on how passive this defense is. Bottom line, here's my bottom line, people, and I want your reaction to this. I don't think Jonathan Gannon will come up with a plan that will stop Derrick Henry. It's that simple. Yeah, that's fair. His team is not block. His team is not tackling well at all. Yeah, he's going to have over a, a ton in the middle at defensive tackle because Jordan Davis is coming yes, back. That's huge. They're not, they got Jordan Davis. They got wow. Linville uh, Joseph, and they got Dominic and Sue in the middle. Yeah, Cox Fletcher Cox has woken up a little. Mm -hmm. Javon Hargrave is more of a pass rusher, but he's pretty damn good too. You got plenty in the front there to stop Henry. Yeah, you do. I have no faith that Gannon will do it. I don't have really? any faith that Gannon will do Even it. Even after watching what Cincinnati did to him last I, week, I think yards. there's a that's the, there. That's the irony. I actually, this is a referendum for me. Schwartz versus Gannon. I go Schwartz, Tennessee 27, Eagles 21. Wow. I got wow. Tennessee winning the game outright. Wow. I and don't. I am pretty sure I'm right on this. Okay. Right. I, uh, I've Good done luck. a lot of work. Uh, you just heard all the work I did. Yeah. I'm exhausted. You did do a lot of work. I did a lot of work. Yeah. Really. I, uh, I'm tired. Okay. You're going to take Wednesday off? <laughs> You're right. You should. I'm, well, I did some of this work on Wednesday. But anyway, <laughs> here's my number, and I need people who honestly believe that they're going to the game Sunday. Lots of people will be there. Oh, yeah. Beautiful 1 o'clock Sunday game. Oh. It will be nice out, but somewhat breezy. Be okay. careful. That favors the Titans. Uh, the they, will, they will go to the run even more. And you know Sirianni. If he doesn't have to run, he won't. Don't we have a quarterback that runs really well? They ran really for well? 363 <laughs> yards in the last game. I understand you that. You need to and take that back immediately. Even No, I will not take it back because I even believe most of that was just Hurts running for his life. <laughs> 215-592-9494. We're going to kick it off today with the great Say What Guy Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning, morning, team. Dave, I think Tennessee's going to win, and we're going at ten and two. No, no. Let, let me let me tell you. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. The, the guy, Henry. I know everybody afraid of him, but to me, he he like runs straight up. He's not like a quick back that is, is zig and zag. I think it's easier for the Eagles to tackle him, man. And that's just my opinion, but. I All right, Dave, hold on. Uh, WIP requires me to ask a couple of questions. Have you been drinking? 
No, man. Are you currently coffee. calling me from an opium den? No, man. Coffee. You are not smoking <laughs> either. Dave. No. Sir, Dave. The guy is the hardest man in the league to tackle, and your guys have not been good at tackling. How does that compute well for the Eagles? Because he runs, and he runs like straight up, like it's yeah. like slow motion to me. Yeah, I, and I over top of you, and he knocks people over, Dave. Yeah, but I still say they could tackle him, man. I don't think he's not like a guy that's quick and he can sit fast this way, that way. He's like open prey for them guys, man. They should be able to tackle him. So, he don't run for, Nate, he, you sound like a fan. You don't sound like a football analyst. See, I'm a fan, but I'm able to analyze. You just want that to happen. I hope you're right, but I would don't you, think it's going to happen. Would you like to know his numbers the last three games? His no numbers are bad. I know they haven't been good. 53 yards, 87 yards, oh, 38 makes, yards. That makes me hey. more nervous. Yeah, he's, he's not fast. He's not a fast back, man. Seriously, he's like bull. He's not yeah, slow. For a guy that, who's that tough. To bring down. He's not slow. You can bring the him down. The guy's a battering ram. You can get him in the first half. Yep. It's tougher no, in the Dave, second. He just keeps going. Dave, third and two. You're screwed. He's going to blast you right up the middle. Well, Nine of the 17 to... runs that he had against the Bengals last week for one yard or less. She's, she's Ruben Frank in me right Maria, now, Jonesy. I like it. She's Ruben Frank in me. It's good. She's, she's got just numbers me to with back numbers. it up. It's good. Dave, are you saying right here that the Eagles will win that game Sunday and go to 11-1? and one? All right, let me explain to you. First of all, we got robbed for one game. We should be 11-0. But I feel as though they're going to win out, but Angie, it ain't going to be like a, a blowout. It ain't going to be a romp because, look, we're 11-0. People are going to be geared for us. So the What's game the score, Dave? What low. score? Huh? What score will the game be? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to say a blowout. I ain't going to give no score. The Eagles going to blow them out. All right, uh, wow. you not giving a score hurts your credibility. John, I got John Simon and John coming up to set up the game when we come back, but all the rest of the lines are open, guys. And I need to understand why you would think that, that this is going to play out. And here's one more thing I'm going to throw in a hopper when we come back. Anybody want to watch a sports event at 10 in the morning? You're going to have that, that the chance. Soccer thing I thought is? you would like that. You're going to have a like chance it. for that tomorrow. I have a lot to do at 10 in the morning on a That's, Saturday. Soccer should be at 10 in the morning. I, I, I would watch that. I will be tending to the needs of my COVID-riddled wife. <laughs> I thought she was two, doing better. 215, of course she is, but I haven't been there for 18 hours. Yeah, so Wait she's till definitely I doing better. 215-592-9494. Jump on now. Beat the rush. WIP Sports Time 660. Brought to you by Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa, Tenement Eagles. Home against the 7-4 Titans Sunday, 1 p.m. at the link. Jordan Davis returned to practice. Needs to be activated by 4 p.m. Saturday to play Titans with seven players on the injury report. Most notably, their two sack leaders, Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons, missed a second straight day of practice with knee and with ankle and knee injuries. Flyers lost to the Lightning 4-1. And Zach Eflin, now a former Philly, signing a three-year $40 million deal with the Tampa Bay Rays. Visit BorgataSports.com for boosted odds specials, daily promotions, in-game betting, and much more. Must be 21 or older, must be a New Jersey gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NBC 10 first alert forecast, mostly sunny today, a high of 46. It's currently 31. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.
Welcome back to the ball guy on a football Friday. Josie, I learned a lot in the past 48 hours about life after COVID. Yeah, what you find It's out? not that big a deal anymore. Okay. It is to me because it never entered my doorway until this week when my wife tested positive. Yeah. But people don't. Do you know yesterday she wanted to take a walk? Yeah, I just wanted to get some fresh air. Or... And I went, yeah. no, you can't. You have the COVID. Yeah, she can walk outside yeah. by herself. I'm very, yeah. you know, I'm like meticulous at stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And and um, even though I'm testing negative all the time, people around me uh, don't seem that concerned. Right. It's like, right. if you got the shot, you don't even care that much. Like, well, I am not. You don't want to get it. I am not like... shedding. See, that's how you get it. Yeah. If somebody who had it didn't get the shot, I got all five of them. Yeah. So I've too. had all me those too. shots. I even got well. the flu thing. So I, I'm even covered on that stuff. So the odds of you getting it from me, well, I'm testing negative, so you're not going to anyway. Yeah. But, like, there's the, people are not that concerned anymore. Well, it's yeah. come a long way from going back oh, a my couple God, of years yeah. ago. You know? I was really Luckily. surprised by that. And, and Marcus's wife is in the medical field, and Marcus's mm-hmm. wife also tested positive right after Thanksgiving. Yep. And – no panic there either. Yeah. She's just got to do the protocols for a few days, and then she's fine. Yeah. And she didn't even have a fever. It's no, so I weird. Know. Yeah. I, I want to ask people a question here because um, we've got a, a, an, a sports event at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yes. Yep. And that's very unusual. And it, normally I was going to watch the next round of the U.S. and the World Cup. Yeah. But only if it fit my typical nap schedule. Okay. All right? Because what I did is, even though I had, had a full night's sleep, I watched the game Tuesday. I'm off I on did. Wednesday. Yeah. You watch it too? I, I, have a, I, I, I did a test, and I, I, I was on a flight. So I was flying to Chicago, and there must have been I, – I was up front of the plane. I was in first class. And there, there must have been, of the 12 seats – Eight of them watching the soccer game yeah. on their phone or their la- or their computer or whatever. I I couldn't believe it. I was really paying attention to it. When I landed, I was at a, I stayed at a hotel in Chicago that the the apartments across were glass and you can see in everyone's apartment. It's such a strange thing, but all the TVs were on the soccer game. Every bar I walked by was the soccer game. Every, everywhere I went, the soccer was, I was like, maybe I'm missing something because I was arguing with Wector about how popular it was. It was popular. I, 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 I don't know what the numbers ended up being, but everybody was watching the soccer. Jonesy, I, I came to check in here about 3 o'clock. Yeah. And there's a little bar right near the check-in area. And there was a whole bunch of people in there. This was not U.S. I know. I don't even know who's it's, playing. It's been it's and incredible. And they were really fixated on. Yeah, it's, there is something. What, is, what am I missing here? It's it's because it's a it's a world championship. But again, That's all. let me go back to Tuesday. I'm lying on the couch. Yeah. I've already sent out a photograph. Ava knows. Ava's back there. Ava, did we get good reaction to the dog sleeping in front of the World Cup? I would say not as much. No. I, I, like, well, I don't good. Think That's what I would you. expect. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think I people... would expect no one gives that much of a damn. Let, just play a little bit of this again. See, Jonesy, if I were going to be watching the tennis. Cameron Carter Vickers, one of the two changes to the lineup. I would. Hold on, he's talking. Here he is again. 
and, 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 and I fall asleep. Yeah. And I even miss the goal. Yeah. But I don't want to go to sleep at 10 in the morning. I'm not watching. You're I'm, not going to watch it? No, I am uh, not watching I'm going it. to watch it. To watch a it. soccer game at 10 on a Saturday morning is to indicate a lack of things to do. I'm going to bet on it so I watch it. And that's what I did with the U.S. game know. the other day. Who listening right now will be locked in at 10 tomorrow morning? I need to understand what's going on. Need an honest answer. I, I bet you there's well, a lot of people Jones, that are going to watch that game. This is the honest truth. Single game elimination. I right? do not. I will not. I cannot understand the appeal of it. I can't. I just can't well, do it. I'm trying. It's about. It's not even about the announcers. It's about the crowd and the and the singing no, and the. But that tells you it's, that it's, it's not neat. a good sports event if they require the reactions of the crowd. Because the game itself is not that interesting. Yeah, it's, there's something to be said for that. Thank you. A couple times I've watched it on Telemundo, and I, I didn't understand what they were saying. So you're, but it, I enjoyed it more. If I go, you, you enjoyed it in another way. Yeah, language. they did a better job on I, the game. It's incredible. If I went to a bar tomorrow yes. morning. Soccer. Are people opening yes. bars up early? Guarantee. For that? Yeah. I guarantee you. I need somebody yes. in the bar scene. I need 215. Help me out here. Because I'm not used to it. I don't know they, what to do with this A story. lot of bars open during like the Premier League soccer when it's yeah. in the morning at 10 a.m. and have their, their bars are filled with people watching but soccer here. I don't want to come across in my last months being a dinosaur who did not really understand a major sports event in our country. Well, what, if, what if the U.S. went on and won this thing? Ah! Right? I wouldn't know what to do. It would be like it would the be fun. miracle on, it would not uh, the, be on fun. grass. It would, be, it would be like the Phillies thing yes. where it happened out of nowhere. Exactly. That's what would make it so much fun. That's why sports is fun. Support your country. Angelo. My, yes. uh, my good friend Angelo just texted me there's a watch party at Xfinity. There is a watch party at 10 in the morning. Oh, yeah, it'll be 9 packed. 9 a.m. He said it will be packed. Packed. All right, Ava, let's go with our question of the day and get back to sports people do care about the Eagles. I love my first question Yeah, today. and my I, apologies. I, uh, every Friday, I've always almost gone. <laughs> I don't you, get but, it. I don't know what's going on with you. Uh, you know, I work two jobs, 4 a.m. to 10 p.m., and sometimes you just get tired. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet, wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Which Eagles defensive coordinator has done a better job with the Eagles? Jim Schwartz, Jonathan Gannon. My answer is Jim Schwartz, and that's why I'm picking the Titans to win. Key Jones. Mm, that is a very close one. I, I'm going to go with Jonathan Gannon. Schwartz won a championship. No, he almost lost us a championship. All right, that's true, too. That's a a tough argument when you gave up 33 points. I wouldn't want to vote for either of them, to be honest with you. All right, well, you have no choice. Yeah, that was my choice. Could I have none? No, you can have death as an option. Rhea, Gannon or Schwartz? Well, right now, Schwartz helped them win a championship. But I I, I don't trust him either. All right, Rhea, uh, Ava, Schwartz or Gannon? Gannon. Gannon. I, that, that makes us hung. Yes, well. We're hung right now at 2-2. I will now go to a man who knows more about football than all of us put together. He will be there Sunday at a massive tailgate. Simon John. Hi, Johnny. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm going Gannon. You're going Gannon, but you don't love Gannon, do you? No, I think we get him on him a little bit too much, but... I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how the season finishes out. To this point, it's hard to go against the guy. 
right, but John, it, tell me what you're feeling about Gannon devising a strategy to stop Derrick Henry. I mean, it's a tough to say. It's, we say it every week. This team is tough. But, I mean, they got four losses. We're yeah. talking about like we're playing the 72 Steelers with Franco Harris. Come on. All right. So you're feeling good about the game? You know, the uh, odds have gone Titans' favor throughout the week. They moved two points. Yeah, well, it's a big game for them. They got a, their third, first place. I mean, they're all big now. I mean, the Eagles, they got no breathing room. Right. My big key is A.J. Brown. Because for the last month and a half, at least, he looks like a player that you can see why a team lets go. Hopefully now, against his old team, we see what you know what we've seen early but my my take on it my take john is that hertz loves aj brown he does and he's there's no way that he's gonna let down his buddy in a game against his old team hertz is gonna find a way to make sure that the eagles win this game wow and he's gonna make sure that aj brown catches at least one touchdown in the game there's some there's some really good betting opportunities in this game. wow i didn't think of that you're right john he does kurt hertz does love aj uh, even though AJ what? hasn't done much the last couple of weeks, they had a couple of fumbles. Yeah, but but I think Jonesy's on to something with Hurts. Hurts loves Brown and will want him to show his old team what a mistake 100%. they made. That's a big. Part. I didn't even think of that. That's a good one. That, that's huge. I agree with Jonesy. What was the deal a few weeks ago on the bench when he was really upset? Like you could see it visibly. Did anybody yeah. ever question that? We yeah, asked Howard. He didn't he, give us much, He right? said, in the end, we found out that uh, he was very unhappy with the play call on a specific play and felt that he was open and wasn't seen. But yeah. it was more of a buildup of frustration yeah. that the last few games, he hasn't been as big a factor. But you know what, John? These are kind of games where you have a wake-up call and they go, it's time to get A.J. out front again. This is a game where A.J., Remember, he's had 250-yard games so far this year. This might be a chance for a third. It's a good one. Jonesy's on the right track with that. John, can you set this game up for us today? Yeah, let's set it up. My voice is going again, but we'll get through it. Everybody's voice is going. It's that time of year, Ange. Let's go, John. Despite holding the number one seed and a two-game lead in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles continue to face scrutiny and questions. Every week, and another win is met with more conjecture and doubt. To their credit, it seems to be nothing more than static for this bunch from Philly. You are looking live at sold-out Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Today, the naysayers claim the toughest opponent to date in the Tennessee Titans. Battle-tested, hard-nosed, great defense, great running game, great coach. For the 10-1 Eagles, more white newlies, or is it... Next question. It's the Titans, Eagles, it's December, playoffs on the line and more from Philly. I love it. John, you're you're a master, my brother. You are a gift from heaven. Thank you, my friend. Goodbye. We'll talk to you Monday. Go Birds. Sign me and John, and don't think he won't have a massive. I gotta assume uh, Novakir's oh. got the big one out there Sunday too, right, Rhea? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, what time does that start? Because they got that great chef there. What uh, time Luis, is it? Ten o'clock. So at ten o'clock, so there's like a three-hour window, and yeah. you start heading in what around twelve thirty or so. Yeah. And then you're right in the seats for the opening kickoff. Rhea, is there a better day in the year? Than a Sunday at one. No, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect, absolutely right? perfect. Yes, and that's why when they were going to shift that game 
That, it, so many people didn't want it. No, it they ruins went, no. the day. And, and even the players, they used to love to be on primetime. They sit around all day and wait for the game yeah. to be played. No, it's While all the other guys. Now. This is ideal. The schedule from here is from God. I love it. Let's go to my brother, Andy the Troll, a.k.a. Andy from Deford. Hi, Andy. Yo, Ange. Morning. How we doing? Andy, 10 o'clock tomorrow. What are you doing? Man, you need you guys need to open up your eyes with the World Cup. This is the most watched sporting event in the world. Way more people watching this than the Super Bowl, just in case you didn't know that. Why, though? Why, Andy? It seems boring to me. It, I mean, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I respect the World Cup. Like Rhea was saying, it's a world event. Kind of like, you know how you used to always get into the Olympics? When the Olympics were exciting and fun to watch? Yeah. And you rooted for your country and you had pride in your country? Same concept. We made right, it to the so final. So you game. are excited about it. You're not oh, as excited as you are about the Eagles game Sunday, oh, all right? Nah, hell no. But I'm just saying, yeah, USA right. is in the final 16. It's only the fifth time we ever made it this far in okay. an event we never won. I mean, Jonesy, how'd your Canadians do? You see how they got knocked out? Yeah, yesterday? they didn't do well. I did watch that. They lost. I do all love my games. country, Andy. You, you, you've kind of hit me in the right spot with that. I want yeah. my country to do you well. Got, no, you got two local kids. You got you got a Hershey PA kid, best player yeah. on the team. You got a kid from Medford. Yeah. Come on, man, represent, represent USA. Put out I, that red, white, and blue tomorrow. It's a very, very good argument, yo, Andy. Yo, very but, strong but, argument. But stop hating on Gannon, though. Okay, stop like hating him. on this man. The defense that he's ahead of leads the league in turnovers, gives up under 20 points a game. Come on. you got to give him some credit. I'm with you, Andy. Andy, you have uh, given me a good wake-up call on both issues. You are excellent. Thank you, my good friend. That's Andy from Deford. Uh, Rhea, I was reminded. I hope you don't mind me redoing this. I was reminded of a clever comment I made on the World Cup the last time the U.S. was in it. Okay. Um, and I'm not positive you loved it when I did it then. Oh, God. Because it involves you. Can I try it now? Oh, Just I, re- to see. I'm I remember. You do I, remember it? I remember it, yes. Right. I know who they I were don't. playing. Yes. yes. It's who the uh, U.S. was playing. Okay. And I said, to, somebody emailed this to me and said he thought it was one of the funniest things that yeah, he ever heard on the show. I'm afraid. And uh, they yes. were getting ready yes. for a big game, the U.S. team. Okay. And I said, how do you think the U.S. will do against Ghana, Rhea? Do you remember it? Yeah, I don't think she loved it this time either. <laughs> she remembered it. Uh, I remember you doing it. You do remember it? How did they do Such against them? Such a fifth-grade thing to say to me. It's kind of infantile. Yeah, but how did they do? Do you remember the results? I have no idea. I just you didn't get the, the results? I have a feeling. Uh, Rhea, do you remember how the U.S. did against Ghana, Rhea? <laughs> 2 one five. It's so stupid. When's the show, when's the show <laughs> the camera start? The results came maybe, back negative. Maybe <laughs> the results came back negative on COVID and on Ghana. Bria. 215 When we return, oh, do I have great news if you are a cable subscriber yes. and love Philadelphia sports. Oh, are you going to want to hear what I got to tell you? Don't go anywhere.
6.42 is your time. And I almost gave these people winner of the week for this. I'm very really? happy about it because I have been pondering. I have been a cable subscriber for since cable was first off. Yeah. I remember when there was all we had was uh, the uh, rabbit ears and he had <laughs> and you had uh, um, you plugged something in yeah. and yeah. you got, and you had very few channels and that cable came along and they gave you 50 channels then they gave you 100 then they gave you 500 and they gave you so many you lost count then you got on demand then you got I everything. don't even have I have no idea now how many channels I even have just ask your remote it'll tell you right but I also get a lot of stuff via streaming because I got a whole bunch of those going. And I went, how? And I'm thinking to myself, when I retire, I need to kind of consolidate, yeah. right? Yeah, you're on a well, budget. Well, now I'm going to be – thank you, Comcast, for this. Thank you very much. They announced yesterday at the headquarters, right here in Nas City, by the way, that uh, they will now be offering. And all it says on a time frame here is later this year, and it is December. So I'm so, – maybe later this month? I'm yeah, hoping. If it says later this year, yeah. Peacock. The, uh, which is the NBC streamer, yep. will be offering your local regional network right here. That's great. You will be able to get it, which will enable you to get everything that you get on NBC Sports Philadelphia. So you'll get Sixers the post and games Phillies and all that and stuff, all that. Yep. and you'll get all of the games, and they got the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Flyers. Oh, that's, that's awesome. You're going to get all of those now on streaming on there. Great. Perfect. All you got to do. So I'm going to cut the cord as soon as I retire. And I'm going to just make sure I have Peacock, which I already yeah. have anyway. Yeah. Do you know and how? I'll to get cut all the, cord? the games. <laughs> I, I will or will just, Gail do it? No, I literally will. I bring know. Out that's a the scissor. problem. I'm worried. But you. How great is it? We've waited so long to hear this announcement. You got it now. What's, what, brought it, what brought it on? Well, here's what the guy said the, the guy who ran it, he's the chairman of NBC Universal Television and Streaming. Mark Lazarus yeah, said huge, at yeah. a conference yesterday. He said, it has reached the point with these regional channels where, I'll use his quote, we are now managing decline because the regional channels are declining as more people use streaming. Yeah. And they need to be able to compete when they're making a bid for sports rights to the Flyers or the Sixers or the, uh, all of them, yeah. all except the Eagles. Yep. They have to be able to tell the rights holder, we have – this big an audience and you're not going to have that big an audience if you're losing the people who are cutting the cord mm -hmm. who don't have the cable so this way they're basically what they're doing is they're beginning or they're in the process of moving everything to streaming yeah and yeah. that's what's happening yeah so it's they're amazing, combining the two it's great for us it's great yeah. for fans it is i i i'm great for, great for your it. wallet it's phenomenal by it and basically what they're saying now is that eventually you'll get all this stuff on streaming. So if you're out there and you don't have a smart TV, at some point pretty soon you're going to need to do that yeah. so you can get all the Internet stuff on your TV. That's an inevitable thing. So maybe now you have something great to ask for Christmas. Get a smart yeah, TV. Yeah, good idea. If you great could possibly idea. swig it or you have a rich relative, tell them that that's what you would want. Christmas. Well, mostly all the TVs now, they have all that. Yeah, well, them, right? they, I guess they do, yeah, but there's still some people who don't have, they still got those uh, picture tubes. You know, yeah, the, the old big thing. heavy TV. Still, that heavy thing. Got one of still some of those going on. All right, let's go to Zachary in Allentown. Hi, Zach. Hey, morning, crew. How you doing? 
Well, I, I'm going to tell you the truth, Zach. It never gives me pleasure to pick the other team, but I'm a man of integrity, and I think the t- Titans are going to win the game Sunday. What about you? I'm going to be honest. I'm quite scared, Angelo. Yeah, I understand. Why, why are you afraid, Zach? Derrick Henry scares the crap out of me, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, uh, look at uh, all the guys. Look at all the guys they haven't been able to tackle. You think they're going to be able to tackle well, this Jordan guy? Davis being back is gigantic it's, it's for this game, is it not? It is, but remember, he is coming off an injury, and he was only getting twenty snaps a game right. when he was before he was hurt. He's not going to play that much. Yeah, but, but that's why you have him to go back and forth with Joseph. And right. an interesting thing, what I read in the Inquirer was. He lost 20 pounds, but he did it through conditioning, ah. which is why he was only getting 22 snaps a game. Okay, so you think he'd be in better shape. That's what he said. Well, uh, Zach, hmm. somebody's got to stop. You know they're going to pound the ball with Henry 25 times. You've got to keep oh, him under 100 yards. You've got to keep him under 100. you got to, but once they get past that first line of defense, that defensive line, who's got to tackle him in the backfield? Uh, that's the that's a you big can't problem. let them get there. That's why. The- <laughs> so this is when it becomes a, a, an argument of defensive quarter. Zach, there's one way to stop them. The Bengals did it last week. They put six, seven, eight guys in a box. They said you're going to have to beat us with Tannehill's arm. We're not going to let you beat us with Henry. Do you think your defensive coordinator would get that aggressive? I would hope so. But do you think he will? I would. Yes. I don't believe it. And when I see it, I will love it if it happens. But he hasn't done it so far. So I'm asking Danny now. I'm asking for something he hasn't sports. given us. Yes. All right. Well, I hope you're right, Zach. But you have every reason to be nervous. I, I desperately want to go to 11-1. and one. I am now officially spoiled. I love 10-1. and oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what else? Thanks for the call. There's one other thing, and I want to explore it more further. The high point of the Eagles' regular season in the year they won the Super Bowl was 10-1. and one. Yeah. Then they went to Seattle and they lost. Remember that crowd yeah, that day? that's right. And uh, they were like, everybody wanted to knock them off their pedestal. This puts them ahead of the pace of our one Super Bowl winning mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Home I field was, is so critical. I would love that. I'm telling you, I would love it. Mike is up next. Hi, Mike. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Angelo? I'm great. What are you feeling this morning? Hey, uh, that Peacock thing you mentioned is awesome. I cut the cord from cable a couple years ago, and I went to YouTube TV. I think that's the only streaming service where you can get all the Philly sports. So I I went from 120 a month to 80 a month, but I love this Peacock thing because I can get rid of YouTube TV now. Wow, it's going to give you access to everything you're getting on Comcast's <clears throat> regional station. And that's what you want because yeah, that's, that's all the sports programming. Very cool. That's not actually why I was calling. I was calling because Al made a comment yesterday. He said he was watching the World Cup and he didn't understand it. So Al's a hockey Hall of Famer and he doesn't understand the soccer game. I don't understand that comment because... If you think about soccer, it's a big rectangular field. You got offense and defense. You got two goals. You got two goalies. You got guys passing the ball, trying to get in the net. It's basically the same game as hockey, just on a bigger field. How does Al not understand the game? Well, he's a little slow. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. It's an e- it's one of the easiest yeah. sports to actually understand. I mean, there's offside, yeah. which is you know it's, it's similar to what hockey has. 
the penalty kicks yeah. and the penalty shots, just like in high. There, there is a lot of similarities. Right. The, the fans go wild. It's a great, it's an easy sport to watch. It is. Well, it helps the me field. then because I've never understood hockey. Don't either. Don't Hockey's hard. Hockey yeah, is a way more hard. difficult sport to understand if you haven't played it or grow up watching it. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. So you do understand it, right, Mike? And you like it. <laughs> well, you know, I don't watch regular soccer games. I'm watching the World Cup because of what you guys said. It's a world championship. So it moves a little slower. You know, you have more players on the field. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. you got to get on board. <laughs> you know? Wow. Well, uh, it's My 10 o'clock. What are you doing at 10 tomorrow morning, Mike? I'm going to be watching the soccer game. God bless you, Mike. I may God take bless a nap you. in the middle. God bless you, <laughs> and God bless the United States of America. Beautifully said. I, that's what presidents say. It might have been said speeches. before, but it's that's really cool. well said. All right, I got winners and weasels here, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deviate from the script for a minute because, uh, Rhea, we never yes. do this. What? And it would not win because it's, it's a sad story about some, somebody that stepped up for somebody dealing with some serious health issues. But I love the story so much, I want to acknowledge it on the air. I got an email from somebody named Todd Picard. And his oldest son, Gavin, 16 years old, is on, the, uh, on, on, his, team's fo- on his football team, mm-hmm. Avon Grove High School football team. And six weeks ago, he was diagnosed with stage 3 Hodgkin's oh. lymphoma. And they were playing the final game of the season. He's under chemo right now. And they went to play at Coatesville. And um, Coatesville won the game. But at the end of the game, uh, what Todd wrote to me is, he said, we saw something so unexpected, it literally brought my wife and I to tears. After the game, the Coatesville team surrounded Gavin, coaching staff, parents, everybody, right at midfield. They gave him hugs, words of encouragement, and they they then offered him a very significant... um, um, I guess, a award, financial award to help him through his tough times. And they just showed enormous sympathy to a young man at 16 who's dealing with a health crisis. That's when sports is, is great. that a spectacular beautiful. thing? That is, that's yep. something you beautiful see story. Sports. And I wanted, I wanted to un- hereby nominate Coatesville and their entire staff for what they did for that young man, Gavin Picard. And we here at WIP also offer our, our deepest support for Gavin to win this fight because at 16, yes. you, you need to win that fight, and he will because he's strong. He's got strong parents. He's got strong people surrounding him, including the people of Coatesville. I thought at a holiday time like this, that's a terrific Great. story. It's really so wonderful. I want to acknowledge it. Of course, this game that we play here is too stupid to ever acknowledge anything yes. like that. <laughs> so my winner of the week is a man. All this man did this week was win for us. He was spectacular. My winner of the week. It's the same guy that the NFC picked for their offensive player of the week, Jalen Hurts. Any argument, Jonesy? No, there's not. Now I want you to hear my weasel of the week. I can't wait. Doc Rivers, all right? Because Doc Rivers said a couple of things that you need to hear. One of them I'm going to play for Dick Vermeil later in the show. First of all, Jonesy, when you get out of schedule, yeah. 82 games, Yep. don't you expect to try to win every one? You do, and there's some that look a little more difficult based yeah. on scheduling and, you know, three and four nights, maybe an afternoon game mixed in. You look at it and go, we got to steal that one, but you still want to win it. That's for sure. Well, here's what Doc Rivers said after his team got throttled in Cleveland. I mean, we just didn't have anything. It was, um, you know, it was a schedule loss. That's how I felt, you know. All right, Joe, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's terrible. It's a schedule loss. He can't say that. It's that's, worse that's, than that. That's bad enough. Then he explained 
what he told his team before the game. Jonesy, you know pep talk? Yeah. My locker room, yeah. we'll get him ready for the Win big one game. for the Gipper? Win one for the Gipper. This is the opposite. Listen to what he said. I told our guys before the game, this is going to be a hard game. All right. I said, they're fresh. Uh, they're going to attack you. They do not want to lose to you again. And if you don't have a great mental mindset tonight, it's going to be a tough game. What do you think of that, Joe? I, you're, you're setting them up with an excuse to yeah. fail. And players, if you give players a reason to, to fail, they will. Is that bad coaching? It's terrible coaching. I don't know how Doc, why he has become this type of coach. All right, Jonesy's a judge of Weasel of the Week, or he is a judge of tough winner. To beat. Tough to beat. I got Jalen Hurts and Doc Rivers. Jalen Hurts will be incredibly difficult to beat. Nah, there's no, I know one right now that could very easily beat it, and I knew it when I named Jalen. But I said to myself, Eagles are more important in this city than any other sport. Yeah, yeah. But there's a guy out there, Rhea, that a lot of people would pick as the winner of the week over Jalen. Huh, I don't know who that is. 215-592-9494. We come back. The brilliance of the gridiron genius, Mr. Mike Lombardi.